Mm-hmm. Welcome back to the Coruscant Nights podcast. We're very happy to have you here again for another week of Star Wars content. My name is Cooper. Alongside me, as always, is Mark. Hello there. And Jack. Hello, everyone. Guys, it's great to have you back again. This this week, we're doing a um review season review of Ahsoka. We've spoken about it for the last couple of weeks, uh, maybe last two months, but <laughs> we are going to just do a summary review for those who maybe didn't watch all of our reviews or didn't know what we thought of it. This is just kind of an overall what we thought of the uh, the season, what maybe what we're hoping uh, will come next season. We kind of discussed that a little bit last week, but anyway. Um, just a reminder, socials, Instagram, TikTok, they're the main ones we're on. We post pretty much every week about updates to the to the podcast, what we're doing, um, and Patreon as well. Go go support us on Patreon. The link is via Instagram bio, and you'll get extra content there. Thanks to Ben and Nikita as always. And last thing I think on my list in my head is go check out Pop Culture. That's our brand new channel. Uh, we're going to start uploading content very shortly, but go ahead and subscribe. There'll be a link in the description and you'll be able to follow our new channel where we talk all things except Star Wars, which will be Marvel, DC, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Transformers, TV shows. I'm rambling on, but basically, you know, you get the gist. A lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Did I miss anything? Yes, I do have something to mention. Ooh. Today is Cooper's birthday. So oh, from hey, Coruscant's hey. night team, we want to say happy birthday to Cooper. <laughs> And we hope he enjoys spending his birthday doing this recording. Thank you. <laughs> I, I really was hoping we didn't have to discuss that. But you know what? I appreciate it. Thank you. you did it for me. Yeah, I did it for you. Did it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and Mark, did you want to mention the YouTube thing? Oh, yes, I did, actually. That's another thing. The, we made a YouTube poll, and I found the results pretty interesting. I'm sure the other guys did as well. We asked what you guys' favorite duo was in the show. And correct me if I get him wrong, Cooper, but I think it was Ahsoka and Sabine. Yeah. Uh, was it Thrawn and Morgan was second? Yep. Uh, Balin and Sheen, and I think last was Sabine and Ezra. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, what a one-sided result. <laughs> Almost everybody voted for Balin and Shin. And mm-hmm. I think, I mean, I did as well. I've got to 100% agree with them. But I'm honestly surprised because out of all the characters in the show, I didn't think this would be so such an overwhelming result that everyone thinks this is their favourite duo of the show. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not, I was thinking that. I think it's because they just had the best chemistry with, with each other, being new characters. Mm. I think there was more intrigue and excitement around them almost more than characters we've already seen kind of in other projects. So I think, mm. I think it's unanimously we want more of them, hopefully in some way, shape or form, obviously with real-life circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Mm. Um. All right, so we're doing a season review today. Um, we'll go around the room and we'll discuss overall what we thought positively, negatively, maybe some if iffy sort of um, scenarios, and then we'll discuss our favorite characters and um, favorite episodes and an overall ranking because you know we got to do that. Hmm. We've had a bit of a chat before. They want me to go first, um, <laughs> even though I feel like I've already been talking for so long. But you yeah. know what? Doesn't matter. Okay, I've got a couple of things. I know you guys are going to talk about a few of these things, so I'll only touch on them because I want you guys to, to chat as well. So I think round of applause has got to go to Kevin Kiner for the music. It was just mm-hmm. phenomenal. It's probably not my favorite. I still think 
but uh andor is still my favorite score of of the whole live action shows but mm. definitely kevin kiner coming off um uh, clone wars rebels bad batch just you know it, it translated so well into oh, yeah. into live action and i know you guys will talk about that so i'll leave that for you guys but definitely massive positive for me um another positive ezra i know he was introduced in episode six and it seems way too late in the season to do that but amanis Fandi absolutely nailed it and i've got such high praise for him for his portrayal just i think everyone's in agreement that he pretty much nailed ezra i don't think mm-hmm. there's any arguments and that's like not just us that's across the board like in the whole world so yeah ezra great positive I keep looking to my left because I got a list here. Um, you guys are gonna hate me for this one. I thought Sabine was a great character. I thought her story was well rounded. Why do you think we're gonna hate you for that? I agree with that. Oh, okay, good. I know. I know. Jack's just been a bit critical of of her in yeah, recent times. I, I don't but... think I've said throughout the season that I don't like Sabine. Okay, all right. Uh, I don't know. Maybe when Jack says, that, I think I don't know. That's both of you. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. I, I really love Sabine. I think Natasha Liu Bodizo did a great job. And yeah, I mean she yeah, I can't I can't say much more. She just she mm. looks great. She mm. had great mannerisms, expressions. Mm. The the voice was a bit off, but I feel like that's almost like a maturity in the sense of going from I don't know, this active rebel not leader, but active rebel worker to kind mm. of quieting down quieting down on uh, Lathor. But that's just my opinion. And the last thing I want to mention is that I think that this series, while I'll touch on the story a bit later, but I thought that it delivered probably some of the best individual moments ever in Star Wars. And I'm 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 thinking about Anakin. I know you guys are going to talk about him in a bit, but I I just think the way he was done and delivered in this series was so special, and you just don't get moments like that in Star Wars anymore. So I think. Just yeah, they when when Dave Filoni went, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make the audience cry with happiness. He he really did it. He really went for it. So those were yep. my general positives, and I'll pass it around to Mark, and we'll get on to yep. I'll do my uh, general general positives, and as they are general, so I'll just go through my list that I wrote. So basically, I thought it was great that we got to see the, most of the rebels again. I mean, uh, actually, it's kind of surprising, really, that we didn't see Zeb. I yeah. Think. I thought but, after they introduced him in um, Mando season yeah, three. Yeah, I thought he would leave here once. Yeah, like, why, why, why wouldn't he appear in the, I mean, it's not really called the Rebel show, but it is, you know, <laughs> Might half, as well half Rebel show. I think yeah. it's because with the future seasons in mind, I think they didn't want to overcrowd too much. And if they gave him, like, a one, like, we've seen him before now in live action, he got a brief mention he's in the known galaxy so i guess that eventually he'll be more of an impact maybe even with Cal. Mm. Mm. So, yeah. yeah uh building on that point seeing more of thrawn who is one of my probably favorite star wars characters i just thought i thought that was just a positive in general that we got to see thrawn again uh i thought the action scenes were done pretty well pretty much in in most respects they were done well i really enjoyed that the uh acrobatic sort of things and it felt to me i can see jack is disagreeing by his face but i thought the lightsaber fights were pretty almost prequel like like there was a there was a lot of fighting like 
it's not just hitting lightsabers like if you compare Obi-Wan and Vader from, I'm going to say episode four, but maybe even in the Obi-Wan show, I can't really remember. But yeah, I, I just thought, you know, even Clone Wars, like, there's a lot of hopping around and using cool moves. So I don't I don't disagree with you, but I also disagree with you because I feel like it was more based around the original trilogy lightsaber fights. No, I, see, mean, I didn't get that. You look no. at you look at Balin and Ahsoka. They yes, Ahsoka fights quick, but Balin's a very slow kind of strong mm, well, striking character. I agree with that about Balin, but that's just one character, which is why I don't I, think it's all of them. Now, see, I think. Yeah, I agree with Cooper on this one, surprisingly. I think that this show did not try to um, have, like, a resemblance between any of, like, the stuff we've seen before. I think it's trying to make a mixture of blending the prequels Mm, with the original trilogy. That's true. It didn't have nowhere near the speed of the, the prequels and not a lot of flashy stuff. I thought Ahsoka didn't actually do a lot of Ahsoka things, you know, like I like to say, because she did, like, with Morgan fight at the end, I think she did her most like Ahsoka movement stuff. However, that's because Morgan's obviously a much quicker fighter than Balin's stuff. But I thought it was a lot more OT, Empire Strikes Back, kind of Luke versus Vader, long swings. Didn't always look the best. However, you could still tell that they were good with it kind of thing, you know? Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. I think, I think in this case, we'll have to agree to disagree. Yeah. Yep. Uh, to continue, I thought pretty much all of the acting throughout the show was great. As always, rest in peace, but props to Ray Stevenson because I think he did some of the best acting in the whole show. Mm. And also Lars Mikkelsen, I felt like well as Thrawn, which mm. I know some people disagree with. Mm. You know what's you know what's crazy about Ray Stevenson's acting? Like so within, it's it's way. so very nonchalant. It's very yeah. um like stone faced. He doesn't yeah. really do a lot, but there's just you can always... that. Yeah, I think it's the fact that it, it makes it like mysterious. I think he's a more of an actor with his um actual body language rather than yes. how he delivers the lines. Because yep. the lines alone are kind of just generic and kind of like basic. But when you look at him, I know people are going to probably meme a, po- a lot about when he's like looking over the cliff, like, oh, he's another shot of Balin looking over a cliff. But there's always something behind his eyes or mm. something that he's doing that like a little look to the right or something that gives you a bit of, you know, what what's he doing here? I think that gives more of his acting credit. You yeah, know. I feel like, yeah. I don't know if this is just me or not, but I feel like he has a very powerful voice for the way he brings it across his lines. Oh, yeah. 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 And I think that, that made it just really intense mm. and awesome to watch. Mm. Yep. Another positive is I thought Anakin was great as a cameo because... We've had a lot of cameos in shows recently, not in Ahsoka specifically, but in Star Wars in general. And I feel like this one was done a lot better because I feel like a lot of the others were just kind of put in for the sake of it. Ah, on. Yeah, that, that's my example. <laughs> that's Wait, what I was thinking of. Do you, do you consider Anakin a cameo in this series? I do. I would say so. He played before. more of a role, but I'd still say he was a cameo. Really? I, I would say he is a... Uh, it, it was. I say no. Okay, I think he this definitely is where started as a cameo when he was introduced, and he oh. had more of a role after that. Is is my thing? Mm. I think we, we have to use language here. I think this is about language. So for uh, for in Obi Wan with Qui Gon, now that is fan service cameo. Mm. 
this movie was a storyline cameo, but yep. also like a mixture of fans of because everyone loves him. But it had an actual storyline beat yep. for the character development of Ahsoka. When Qui Gon was meant to probably have a, uh, maybe if they'll think about Obi Wan season two or something because he's the one that's meant to teach Obi Wan about like how to become a Force ghost and all this. But in the end, it was just him saying hello. Mm. I agree. Yeah. I like you. I like that you uh, really specified that because that hel- I feel like that helps my point a bit. Yeah, I, I, I basically said what I was thinking. Yeah. So yeah, I I get that. I just thought in, when I think a cameo, I think oh yeah, see three PO. That's a cameo. Shows up for like a minute and then doesn't it's really contribute to the story. It's just there. But I do like your point about it serving the story rather than just being mm-hmm. fan service. So I guess it's, it's, it's just. Serve- the story in like this much aspect, like anyone could have done that role to back up her in that bit, and it didn't have to be C three PO, but they yeah. wanted to obviously, you know, yeah. fend something. Yeah, okay. yeah, I guess it's to everyone's own opinion about of what course. cameo is. Yeah, uh, and I think I'll continue with my yeah. last one that I've written down is that as a positive, Balan Shin was some of the best parts of the whole season in general. And I love that they were they were kind of like a third party, even though they were working with the villains. So they were still a bit murky and grey area. Like They've got their own motivations, mm-hmm. which unfortunately we didn't really find out. But I think that's one of the things that really kept me invested. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. 100%. Yeah, that's a good list there, Mark. Thank you're, you. You're right. Off to Jack. All right. So, as always, I have no notes whatsoever. <laughs> However... Uh, my brain will help me in this in this conversation. So overall, I think the show did a this is probably the, the main thing I can give praise to Ahsoka. It did a, it did a great, great job reintroducing these characters into live action, a lot of them that we haven't seen before. I think it also had a lot of the vibes. I think this show had one of the best vibes. Like it felt like we're watching kind of like original trilogy blend with with revenge. But I and I could probably uh, yeah, and with Clone Wars. I think everyone's going to disagree with me here. I have... So, if you guys have been watching every episode, I've been very up and down a lot about the show. However, after the, all the, sh- the season's done, I very... I My um overall opinion of it is very average. So, I'm when I say, like, it has a good vibes, I mean, like, it felt like I was watching something like I've seen before from Star Wars, but not, like, generically done in terms of, like... Mm of it however the plot i'll talk about later i wasn't a fan of it or anything i thought the portrayal of balin and shin was really good for how they wanted to write their characters and how they were performed um in terms of the other characters look when i'm thinking about it i have i i can't really say the other characters were portrayed that well aside from like anakin i thought he was obviously i thought he was improved upon from the prequels because i think the prequels kind of especially episode two i think this one reinforced how good of an actor he can be for like the um mentoring role that we see mm. in, in the clone wars um yeah, yeah look uh, i don't know man yeah. like so, yeah it's it's hard for me because like cooper said we have like positives and negatives and iffies a lot of the stuff i have with this are iffies they're mm. not like overly negative i just can't give them overly praise because i think this show is it's very iffy you know what i mean because especially going into it, they mentioned it was a, a limited series. And imagine if they just, they didn't have it. Imagine if they don't do another season to this, but like they continue it with only the movie. Yeah. Oh man, this show would be even worse for me because yeah. they really didn't, from start to finish, they didn't really like answer much. It didn't really 
like dive into that much like of stuff we never seen before it was a lot of just what we assumed was going to happen happened and i think that's where my issues lie so with with positives i think i've got to say the storyline with balan and shin and the more the mortis obviously arc that they are going to um well balan's uh obviously something to do with the gods and stuff so i think that's a positive i thought the visuals in this show had very 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 strong visuals especially with the uh the Chimera and stuff on Peridia. Um, music, obviously, what Cooper said, unreal. I have listened to a lot of the soundtrack over and over again. Just, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm pretty sad though that Balin doesn't have his own theme. Yeah, He's just, yeah. a, it's his theme within other parts of the music. It's not just like you know how if you look at Spotify, guys, you can see that um um Thrawn has Thrawn theme, but there's always like Balin. Like one of the things is like Balin's plan or something. I'm like, there's never like Balin theme or something i'm like can't you just have mm. one soundtrack of his theme like you got soka's one you've got you got um thrones one where's valence but anyway um i thought the uh lightsaber battles were good i wouldn't say that they are as good as what we've seen from previous movies like the prequels however though they're a lot better than obi-wan kenobi fight <laughs> uh, even sequel disney fights i think they're a yeah. lot better however Actually, I can't say that because that's a negative. Uh, so, yeah, I thought the lightsabers fights were good, but that's the extent of the action I'm going to say for that one. I thought the CGI was actually good for the most part. I thought it actually did a, a really good blend of kind of um, on-location filming with CGI. I thought, like, it looked a lot less Mandalorian-esque. With, you could tell that it was kind of shot on a stage. And I know, like, some of the CGI of, like, Ahsoka falling off was really bad. However, I thought it just looked generally better than a lot of the other stuff we've had aside from and uh, like excluding Andor because Andor was honestly just peak everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think overall, I think there was a lot of mini positives to take out, but where I'm standing is a lot of the things I want to talk about are kind of in between. So I'm going to talk about them in the negatives and explain why they're not overly positive. So like, yeah, it's, I know the list might seem a lot less positive from what you guys have said, but it is reinforcing a lot of what you said minus like, some stuff with characters that uh cooper mentioned a lot more with sabine and stuff and which i want to talk about as an iffy negative so <laughs> i'll pass it back around to cooper so we can get into the good stuff in my opinion of the negatives and the iffies well first of all i'll just make a comment i like your note about the story and that's something i'm going to touch on i'll touch on it now i completely agree with you the fact that it's this is kind of a story we assumed would happen anyway we didn't really need to see mm. it play out yeah. I guess the only benefit that came from it was the War Between Worlds stuff. Yeah. Even that, that was like one or two episodes. So, yeah, everything else you just like could have assumed would happen. Yeah. 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 Uh, and that's so, it was a bit predictable, wasn't it? It was yep. very predictable. Uh, I said this last week and I said it in my review. I reckon I could write this show better and also, you know, make it more interesting. And we touched on it week after week. You literally need to just combine a couple of episodes and it would just make it flow so much better. And look, You're I don't think consider... all my negative points. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I think we're all unanimously in agreement from yeah. what Cooper's saying right now is kind of, I think, what on the same line as what uh, Mark and I are thinking about the plot too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. backing him up even yeah, with exactly. His... <laughs> um look, I don't I don't consider myself a very I want to say professional writer, and I'm not, but I just, I, I write a lot of projects. I, I kind of, I, I like to think I know what's expected of <laughs> these sort of stories. So, 
I just to see it as a whole thing now rather than episode by episode, it's like, yeah, it wasn't great. But, you know, that's that's it wasn't, just... done, it, it wasn't done poorly though. It was just basic. Yes. Like, mm. What it did was it was really good. Like it, it was showed a good us... show. It was a good story. See, I don't I wouldn't say it's a good story. I would say from the vision of what Dave had for the most basic plot ever, it was done perfectly. Yes. I don't think it was done badly. I think they just could have had a more interesting, engaging script that didn't follow, like, that didn't... This was like the Playing It Safe series almost. Like, they had so many opportunities to, like, go absolutely crazy with it and throw on in, like, what's on these kind of planets, like, creatures-wise. We saw, like, the Hounds, the Howlers, and the Noti, and that was literally, like, all the kind of new stuff. Like, it wasn't... A, it, it didn't go... It didn't... Um, what's it called? It didn't expand the yeah, it didn't expand oh, yeah. our belief and understanding of what we're going to see. We literally just saw like what we could have seen anywhere else. Like, yeah. and that's what that's where the, I think the the, uh, the show suffered greatly from. From, and I think that's that's why it's a, a lot more of a everyone's a bit mm, on yeah. it. So yeah, I'll just I'll make one more note on the story because it's just come to my head. I'm still not 100 percent on board with the whole galaxy thing because i feel like it would have been more like sorry separate galaxy would have been more worthwhile if they actually had something unique and different on the other on in the other galaxy yeah see this is when i go into my abyss there's a lot of iffies i think i love the new galaxy though i didn't mention this because it makes sense for like not so if there was no sequel trilogy and this was like the only extension we had then it wouldn't have made sense to go for a new galaxy but you cannot have, you couldn't have Thrawn be somewhere in our galaxy for like 10 years. Not, yeah. you know what I mean? Because then he would have just begun his plan instantly. Yeah. I think that was the only logical reasoning to have him kind of away. Ooh. And yeah, go, go. Well, I, first, Mark, have you finished Jedi Survivor yet? No. Can you close your ears while I say this, please? All right. <laughs> okay. Are they closed? Yep. Great. Okay. Um, I still think that something similar to the Kobo Abyss would be way better because I feel like that's way more logical and uh, I don't know. But I think you're just you're a big fan of the Jedi Fallen Order surviving. No, game. but I, I just generally think it's a better because I feel like I think that's almost more crazy than like that's more almost unrealistic than a whole new galaxy. Yeah, but that complete that suits this show. Other than another galaxy, I mean, we're just getting the same stuff. Far from yeah, but we only got one planet from there. Right, Mark can come back now. Yeah, Mark, Mark, you can come back. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll see. Hang on, I'll I'll <laughs> shoot him a message. Shoot him a message. Back, he's back. <laughs> back. He's back. Um, I think the I think the issue is, is that with the new galaxy, they gave us one planet and no other context around it. I think that's why you're a bit iffy on it. Yeah, you know what I mean, we didn't actually get to explore it, but I think that is almost good because then we, for example, it, do we know for a fact if the um, what's the show called? The one with um, skeleton crew is this based oh, yeah. in the new galaxy? Don't know. Don't that know. means they might be the ones to save Ahsoka and them on the thing if they're exploring. Oh, that'd be cool. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, maybe that will be the more show that gives us all the weird aspects of a new, you know, whole galaxy. And I think the the motto of far, far away, you know, in a galaxy far, far, I think that almost works. You know what I mean? In terms of like, because. Galaxies, I know you say they're massive and stuff, but I th- I feel like you almost they can't. They are. They're very massive. You can't restrict yourself to one galaxy, I feel like, with so much, you know what I mean? Everything happens. This is why timelines and chronological stuff almost ruins, I think, some projects because you can't, you, like, yeah, you're restricted, right? 
if you are in the main galaxy and have all this Thrawn threat, unless they're going to say, like, after this battle now, that they're, they're going to, like, the remnants of Thrawn's allegiance or whatever are all going to be the start of the First Order. Like, it would almost make more sense if the First Order was in a whole other galaxy and then they came in because, like, they just come out of nowhere. Like, it's mm. it's almost like that's why I'm saying, like, when you have the same only one galaxy, they keep just saying, oh, yeah, these people are here. Oh, yeah, these planets were always here. We just never talked about it. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, how do you hide such a great threat like that in the known galaxy? You know what I mean? Unless you just keep expanding in the far reaches. And I feel like that's almost lazier than saying, well, you have to, there's some massive, massive machine that you have to get to a whole new galaxy where this empire has been lying kind of dormant kind of thing. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, that's that's a fair point. That's a fair I point. Think that's why I'm a bit more positive on that. Okay. On that part of it. But well, yeah. you, you definitely come around because I remember when we spoke after episode six came out and it said f- the title was far, far away. You hated that. Oh, idea. No, I don't know. Cause I wanted the title to be like, you know, like not oh, funny. Right. Okay. I'm saying like, you know, before every movie we get in a long time ago, like I'm trying to say, like, I don't think the galaxy is a far outlandish kind of idea theory. I think it's always been kind okay. of almost right. a bit, in my, but okay. yeah. Sorry. That was a bit of a tangent. We did <laughs> well, a little bit. Um, I will make my last if he's quick. I'll just say <laughs> Morgan as a character, I think is the definition of wasted potential because I'm not going to repeat myself like a lot from last week, but essentially I just didn't like that she got all her character development in the last episode and then was killed like 20 minutes later. I just, I just didn't like that. I'll be touching on Morgan later. Yeah, good. And my last iffy is Thrawn because that last episode just kind of ruined him for me. I just... I uh, just he didn't feel in control. He didn't feel powerful. He didn't feel knowledgeable. He just was. I don't know. Like, felt like any other sort of. Could we put this general. down to the fact that he was against Ahsoka and he felt like he was basically up against Anakin? Oh, Mark, I'm gonna roast you. He was Ahsoka barely did anything against Thrawn. That's what I'm saying. She, no, she barely did anything, but he might have been scared of what she could do. No, but that's the whole point of Thrawn. He's not some random imp. He's meant to be, like, yeah, you know what I mean? he's not, because he knows that Vader slash Anakin is such a threat that he has oh, a man. strong feeling that Ahsoka will be. Oh, man. Oh, brother. No, I'm going to. What? Gonna... Okay, How is okay. that such an outlandish thing to say? That's just like, you're you're almost like trying to, what's it called, do the, do the throne. Oh, you know, I'm excusing this. However, this is still a W. Like, it's like, you're trying to, like, re, you know, explain why he's making mistakes and stuff like what Disney like to do with Ron all the time, which I'm going to call him out because they literally, anytime he loses, that was a planned loss. Can, can we get a How trademark? Like, can we get a yeah. trademark on do the Thrawn? <laughs> yeah. Do the Thrawn. Did it right. oh. That's amazing. <laughs> anyway, right, I'm, 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 do I'm done. We'll get into negatives later, but Mark, if he's. Oh, I didn't write if he's, I just wrote positives and negatives. I think oh, negatives okay. are if he's. Two, yeah. Oh, well, um, a lot of mine are the same things you said, so I'll just do them briefly, I guess. Okay. So, one of my probably main ones was that it was a slow plot. Now, stand by the whole season could have been the first half of what the season was. I've said that a few times, and I still think that's true. There were filler episodes, which I find negative because I can understand some people don't know the characters, but when there's only eight episodes, I think there needs to be a lot more plot development for what we're given. Yep. And relating to that is leaving it so late to see Thrawn. Same mm. thing with like the eight episodes and the slow plot. And then my other negatives, the only ones I've written down are 
The ones that I keep bringing up is lightsabers, still not acting truly like lightsabers, brackets, except for that one part in the last episode with the decapitation. We we don't want to see baseball bats, guys. Please. How much do we need to say it? Mark, i got to tell you, this new Acolyte show is based around the Jedi and Sith, so, you know. Well, we better not have baseball bats, I'm telling you now. <laughs> so many baseball bats. So if, have if it's so all many. baseball bats, I'm, I'm not going to be happy at all. Mm. Mm. <laughs> and yeah, the other negative I kind of mentioned before when I was talking about my positives is that I wanted to see more of Balin and Shin because yeah. I think everyone can understand there was a lot of potential there and we really would have liked to have seen what would have happened with them. I mean, we started the season with them. They were the first characters we were introduced to in the season. So, yeah. like, yeah, you build up that hype and then you kind of slowly build it through the first couple of episodes and then just you don't do anything with them. That's just yeah. what mm-hmm. happened. Exactly. Uh, on, on to Jack. Really, Mark? Oh. Wow. Well, okay. that's all I could think of. I'm sure I can add on to things you're about or to say. Everything I'm going to say, you're going to be like, oh, maybe I agree, but maybe I don't. Um, <laughs> but, okay. So, to kickstart it off, Thrawn in this show started off, I thought, okay. Like, he did the generic kind of, you know, Thrawn stuff. However, uh, I was watching it with my father too. And uh, he's not a avid Star Wars kind of enthusiast like we do, and he doesn't know who Thrawn is. He didn't, obviously never read the books and stuff. But um, he was kind of like, ah, oh, is this guy meant to be like kind of like like because he did when they kept like mentioning Thrawn like the build up, and he's like, ah, oh, is this guy like meant to be scary and something? I'm like, well, he's meant to be scary with his mind kind of thing, you know. And then we that's a good way then, of putting it. We continue to watch it though. He got beat every time. He <laughs> only won because of like basically plot like have, having to happen because he didn't actually do anything. Enoch did nothing. He was just like, hmm, this is an acceptable loss. And this is why I say the Disney throne, because anytime he loses, it's planned to be a loss. I'm like, okay, well, that's just a bit silly because... I don't he, think it was they said planned to be a loss, did they? No, no, no. I didn't say that's what they said, but they're writing him like that. So anytime oh, he is yeah, that's lost, what you in mean, Rebels, yeah. lost in Rebels or lost in here, it's always because, oh, like... The only time he actually lost and it wasn't like, oh, I meant that was when Ezra got him in the ship and took him obviously away. That's why he's like, I got beaten by like one Jedi before. However, every time in his show, he says, oh, to Ahsoka at the end, oh, you, you know, your fight was admirable. Ahsoka barely did anything apart from fight the henchmen of Thrawn. Thrawn just dipped on the on a, on a ship, basically. I'm like, they, they, they didn't even fight. They didn't, it was nothing. Like Thrawn didn't do anything. He said, let's make a ground assault. There was no ground assault on the thing apart from in the actual um, castle thing because he got through. They got through the front door. By what about his... when they attacked the town? What do you mean? Oh, when they sent the troops to the turtle area, that was a ground yeah, assault. That, that, no, 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 the, no, no. When he said let's relay the ground assault, that was two Tie Fighters that attacked them, not an actual ground assault. I think I think Jack's referring to in episode eight when. End when mark. they're coming in on the howlers and Thrawn's like, we shall prepare a ground assault. Ground assault. And then that's oh, when yeah. they start the bombardment of the lasers, laser cannons. They didn't actually ground assault. Yeah, I'm, I know you're talking about, you're talking about way, way back when Ezra was, was there fighting with the no team. No, Wait, what about... do you mean when they sent lasers at them? Well, that was, that was in remember, the last episode. Remember they were running into the temple in the last episode and the, the Chimera was shooting the turbo lasers down at them? Was that the last episode? Yeah. yeah. 
But, I thought that was like episode six or something. No, but, but I reckon that's what Thrawn meant by ground assault, not necessarily sending troops down there. I think it was troops in the actual castle. However, the way he said it, like, oh, the Jedi ships, we assume that it's been shot down here. Let's, you know, get them before they come into the house, uh, to the the castle, but they're still going to the cut. Mm. I was like, his whole plan was flawed. So basic. Any Imperial warlord, even Moff, like Moff Gideon almost. In the Mandalorian, almost did greater, smarter plays by cloning himself and making these suit. You know what I mean? Like Thrawn so far has done nothing that actually resonates with being a gr- like a scary threat right now, and that's what I'm being very annoyed by. You know what it's reminded me of? How Kang was portrayed in Ant Man. Yeah, you kind of like you're meant to be building up this kind of next Avengers yes. level threat, and he, it was so easily beaten, but also kind of scary in some bits, but not really dived into. Absolutely. You know I mean? Great comparison. Because I remember in Ant-Man and the Wasp, or Quantumania, for like mm-hmm. the first hour, they kept referring to it as him. And it was like, home, <laughs> oh my God, him? That's so scary. And then you obviously knew him from Loki. It's like, oh my God. Ants, and then it was like, oh, he's just got killed by a couple of ants. <laughs> Not killed, but like lost all his tech by them and then gets fisty cuffed by bloody the Wasp <laughs> into some generator thing. Anyway, yeah. that's what I'm saying with Disney. I cannot. I, I'm really going to go on a rant about Disney because I think they really got to, that. I'm. I really hope almost. This is. Have you heard about what they're doing with? Um. This is a bit of a pop cultured reference, but they apparently cancelled um Daredevil and rewriting everything. Yes. Well, yeah, they did. Yep. Basically, they need to do this with Star Wars stuff. They need to go back to the ground roots of almost. I'm, okay, I love Star Wars content, but I would almost prefer quality over quantity. And I think everyone would. Because this Ahsoka show could have been perfect. It could have been a movie, right? It could have been even a trilogy of Heir to the Empire trilogy. However, they almost go the cheap way of just producing content that becomes half done and kind of like half cooked. It's like a half mm. cooked. Like they haven't cooked for long enough. You know what I mean? They've only cooked Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because there's so many elements of the show which could be really good, but then it just falls flat on its face and, it, and it's almost like a joke to me because... And then you get back in the kitchen and put it back in the oven. Yeah, put it back in a little bit, bit, bit longer, you know? Because in my opinion, nothing against the actors, of course, but I thought Ahsoka was honestly one of the most boring characters to watch in this show. It was her show, and she was really kind of tedious and tiresome to watch on screen. She, I know you're going to say she's like, a, what's it called, like um, wise and kind of, you know, but even after that bit where she came back from the World Between Worlds, she was happy, right? At that last bit of that episode, she was a completely re- revitalized Ahsoka. And then yeah. this episode, she goes back to being depressed about, Sabine and all this kind of stuff. And I'm just like, she was like, oh, you know, why she make that choice and kind of thing, you know, again, I'm like, really? We gone. I remember that episode we did only saw at the start and then nothing else after that for that whole episode. Oh, yeah, episode six. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, Ugh. like, and even Sabine, I thought she was the most blandly written character. The most, the most, oh yeah. Let's just, you know, have, you know what? This show should have been called the, the book of Sabine because it reminded <laughs> me a lot of Boba Fett and it reminded me a lot of just poorly written characters the action scenes without lightsabers, I thought, was real just choppy. Like, the whole show was basically about Sabine for no reason. I just, it was just, it was so weird. It it almost would have benefited from being called Rebels. I know it didn't have all the Rebels, but because it didn't even, fo- it, it barely focused on Ahsoka. And when it did, it was almost like the most boring parts of it. I, like the I have thought about that almost the whole time the show's been running. I think it, wouldn't, it should have just been called Rebels. I know it doesn't have Or something that refers to the Rebels like a chapter from Rebels, you know, like, or something like that. Because honestly, every time Ahsoka, Ahsoka was on screen, I was almost like, ooh, like bored. Like, I'm like, 
here we go. We're going to have to go with a long expositional dialogue and she's going to slow arm cross talk to Sabine about how she's, you know, made them wrong mistakes and everything. And I'm just like, wow, she does a lot of talking and a lot of not much stuff. And she does those trailer poses every two seconds. You know what I mean? Like every time she fights, it's almost like she's trying to trailer pose. And I'm just like, that's not Ahsoka. She gets the job done. She doesn't, she doesn't like to mess around. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I feel like. Wait, see you, Cooper. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this show, this show, the show after all the episodes kind of boiled me a little bit because it has the most potential. It has the most potential. And I feel like a lot of the decisions they made are iffy on my part. And that's why I'm saying these all sound very negative. However, they're more iffy to negative rather than iffy to positive. And you that's know, what, what, yeah. what you were just saying there that it had such a good potential takes me back to one of our first episodes for this podcast. I think one of the topics was um, which show has the greatest potential. Yeah. That's true. And I said, guess what I said? Yeah, I th- think you said a second. Didn't You've been spot you guys, on with your... your. we got to go back and revisit that at the end of the year. You guys said, year. guess yeah. what? I remember what you guys said. And I laughed and I was like, you know what? I apparently, I reckon it would be one of the worst ones. And guess what it was? Mando, Mando season three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I guarantee it's just going to flop for some reason. I had a feeling and yeah. No, we got to revisit that at the end of the year. Oh, that's yeah, unreal. Definitely. But, um, yeah, it, 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 I don't know. I feel like they're almost too scared to do what Ryan Johnson did with episode eight, trying to like make something unique and different. So they've just been playing it so safe, but it's so basic and bland. Like, I feel like this show just really, really struggled by just being creative. You know what I mean? Because the Rebels was really creative. It, had, it introduced a world between worlds and also explored it a lot more and greater than this show when this show was meant to almost initially it was rumored that it was going to be focused around that as the main plot device like thrawn wanting to use the world between worlds to revitalize the M- M- um emperor palpatine and the empire like that would have almost been better like i know it's crazy like it's not really time travel but it would have been a crazy implication right instead it was just like a how do you describe this show it was just a random go go to this planet Oh, they went to that planet. It took them ages to get to that planet. Oh, and then the bad guys left that planet, and now the good guys are still left on that planet. Like it, like it's such a basic, really, really poorly like developed storyline. And I just a lot of I thought the acting was actually kind of more mid mid to bad than I thought good. Apart from Balin and Shin, I thought they actually portray really well. Anakin, I thought um, Hayden did really well. Hu Yang, I thought was unreal actually as a robot. I thought yeah, he had good character. Depth, depth as as like a non sentient. Oh, he's sentient, but non human. As a droid, yeah, like as a droid, he had really good character development, right? And then even Hera. Look, wasn't a big fan of Hera. However, now that the season's done, I actually wanted to get more of the New Republic stuff, and this is saying something. You know why? You know why? That episode when they're in the Senate, when they're in their their meeting on Coruscant, was actually. A mix of like Andor vibes, and I know I said I wanted like not Andor vibes in non Andor show, but it actually gave you the most like plot progression of the whole galaxy. Mm. Well, this, one, doing... this one feel like it did nothing. Feel like it barely world built. All it did was get thrown back into the main galaxy. I'm like, on that on that, that point, yeah. I I wasn't really wanting to see much of that Senate stuff, but then like you said, after that scene, that I feel like if they could have done it. I'm going to say in an Andor way in the respect that they showed it, but it didn't take away from what Andor was doing. Because I was feeling like throughout the show, if we saw more of this Senate stuff, we're not going to see anything about Ahsoka and the and the other galaxy. Yeah. And I thought that was an issue. But if they took all the filler out and replaced it 
with that sort yeah. of thing, then I think it would have been all right. Then so you could have had two sides of the story, one with like the <clears throat> politics sides of what to do in preparation for Thrawn, how naive the galaxy is, and then having Thrawn come. <laughs> and I think this is what they needed to do. I know we got him in some scenes, and I know you would never happen in these Disney properties because you can't have a villain as a main protagonist or any, like not main protagonist, but main character you're following. Imagine if we actually had main perspective of Thrawn and the show was called Thrawn, right? That would have been cool. And you had, because honestly, Ahsoka and all the Rebels crew almost felt more side characters than, it's almost like you couldn't title, you couldn't give a title to Ahsoka because Ahsoka was basically just a plot device. You know what I mean? Like in the end, Sabine was the one that basically brought Thrawn back. Ahsoka barely didn't actually influence. If you think about it, Ahsoka really didn't do anything. She didn't affect the storyline whatsoever. Because mm-hmm. Sabine was the one that, and she only recruited Sabine, and Sabine was the one that basically brought um, Thrawn back and everything. If you think about it like that, I maybe, but like I, just I feel like we then. spoke about this before. I mean, yeah, maybe she didn't impact the story that much, but the story pretty much was about her and her journey, oh, and Sabine's journey. That's what I'm saying. No, no, I'm... no. I don't. I don't disagree with you. I just. I think that. In terms of especially the middle of the series, like five, five, three, four, five, six, three, four, five, that's like big time Ahsoka. That's Ahsoka's moment. But then, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. I feel like this show almost had different pathways that they were like they introduced, but also didn't go too much into. Like they kind of started it on each kind of side, even with the Sabine being force sensitive. That was like a plot. That was like a side plot, but became such a major thing at the end. Like, but it's just random stuff like that. I thought they need to just have a singular focus thing. And I thought if they maybe focused it on Thrawn and had these guys as kind of the the um side characters and we focus on the politi- political side and Thrawn's side, it would have been crazy to see that kind of contrast. And I thought that would almost be how I would have how I would have written the show, to be honest, actually, now that I think of it. I would have had more of like that kind of aspect. And then the movie would build into Ahsoka and the good guys taking out Thrawn. You know what I mean? So vice versa. Have Thrawn be kind of like well, who you follow now and then after you have Ahsoka and, and them kind of take out Thrawn. We need to get you point. in a writer's room. Yeah, like, mm. I don't know. I just think it could be very different. We've had so much repetitive stuff from Star Wars, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think they, they had the opportunity to be different with this and they just didn't. And that's where I'm criticising them on. Okay. I think. But yeah, that's my overall negatives. And Fair interest. enough. Very good. Um, I was kind of going to go over my negatives, but like, I don't need to because you pretty much just summarize them perfectly. The other thing I was going to say is that, and Mark touched on it earlier, there's just too many unle- like unanswered questions. I made a whole list about like pretty much just the ones I could think of off the top of my head, but I don't think we need to share that because I think everyone shares the same sort of opinions. Mm. But I do want to get your guys' opinions about what your favorite and least favorite episodes were in the season. Yeah, this is exciting. Um, Who's going first? Mark, you can go first. Oh, I thought you would, but it's all right. I can go first. So I think you guys are going to know which is my favorite. And I think most people for who watch the show would agree. Episode 5, Shadow Warrior. The one with one where we saw a lot of Anakin and, and World Between Worlds and a lot of the Clone Wars sort of things. Seeing Anakin was, again, was, of course, amazing. But seeing him back in the fight was something else, I would say. I loved just the Clone Wars live action, seeing it in live action. And and this is definitely a cameo, going back to the cameo thing, but with Captain Rex, 
it was nice that we just got to see him. And yeah, I don't, I can't say much else. So I'm sure I can add on to you guys. Like it was just the Clone Wars aspects. I think is what really made it my favorite episode. What which was... is something that's saying something real, isn't it? Because it didn't yeah. have a whole lot to do with the greater plot. Like, yeah. What was your least favorite episode? Uh, my least favorite episode was episode three called "Time to Fly." Yeah. It was the, in my opinion, the culmination of filler. It was still pretty entertaining. I'm pretty sure I rated it a seven out of ten, but I was left wanting in terms of plot development. Okay. All we really saw him, I think, from memory, was plot um, was uh, dog fighting. Mm. Pretty much, that was a very big portion of the episode, and I was getting a bit bored by the end. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. I want to go next because mine's yeah. going to be hot takes here. You guys actually think, you, I think you guys are going to assume two different things for me. But I've changed, I've, I've, after the season review, my favorite episode is episode four, the one with Balin and Ahsoka's oh, Paul and Jedi. And, interesting. You know I'm touching what? on that one later. Here we go. This is my favorite episode. Primarily, one, music. Best in the, best in the show, in my opinion, was in that episode. We had, Sabine's theme, we had Ahsoka's theme, we had Balin's theme, we had the fight theme between them, we had um, Anakin's Imperial March at the end of when he showed up, which made it interesting, and I thought, in my opinion, like leading to something greater. It had the most, it had my favourite fight scenes, it had the most action, it also had, I think, the fastest pace of all the episodes. It didn't really keep me, you know, it kept me interested the whole time, it was pretty speedy, and I really didn't like the pacing of this show, thus being my favourite episode. I have rewatched that fight scene a lot. Balin's theme, I thought that was the fight, the pivotal fight, in my opinion. I didn't like the fight that Balin and Ahsoka did later. I don't, don't like it at all. Don't like it at all. Anyway, that was my favorite episode. Title is also goated, goated title because it means also kind of Balin and it also kind of means Ahsoka. It also kind of means uh. Anakin. It kind of means all of them in a way because she's a fallen Jedi, but kind of like, you know, she's not a Jedi. Um, Balin's not also a Jedi. And then Anakin, like, literally, you know what I mean, like, was a fallen Jedi. Like, he became evil. Yeah. So it's like, I thought it had a lot of meanings. And, um, yeah, yep. so that's my favourite episode. I, I was uh, I was hoping that we mentioned almost everything you just said because I was going to say it later. But it's all right. <laughs> I'll, I'll go over it again later. That's all right. Oh, good. Um, And my least favourite, initially, as a, if you go off the ratings and stuff, it, it I don't know. But it's not actually episode three. It's actually episode seven. What? No. You episode hated seven. six. Which one was six? That was the one where Ahsoka was barely in it. It was the one where they start in the hyperspace lane. And then it's Sabine on the on the path true. to go find no, Ezra. No, no, true. But I hated seven because it was the penultimate. And it did nothing to progress the story from what it did from... No, six was introducing Thrawn. Yeah. You hated yeah. it. No, no, I liked Thrawn still. I just said I didn't like Sabine bits. And <laughs> it was mainly Sabine. No, you gave. You said the episode was only slightly better than episode oh, three. So, yeah, I did. But I'm so surprised because I ragged on Seven the most, actually. I said it was the worst because it didn't progress the story. On, it was a filler no. for a second. It was a filler for the second last um, episode of the season. It, it did weird things with Ezra not using a lightsaber. The fight scene was not a threat, in my opinion. The stormtroopers were useless. Oh, yeah. Thrawn um, lost all the time, like, lost that whole ba- battle and said, basically, yeah, that was planned. You know, it's not, it's not our priority. Our priority is getting out of the thing. Yeah, see my face? Exactly. <laughs> I forgot that was your reaction. I can't believe you're surprised by this. I said I hated Sabine in the other one, but I didn't hate the episode entirely. 
I just ragged on Sabine. No, episode seven was the most unnecessary episode ever. It also had the fight scene between Balin and Ahsoka, didn't it? And I thought that was not needed. And I hated how Balin said, you can't beat me. And Ahsoka basically agreed to it. I'm like, that makes no sense. We haven't got any context of what Balin has done in his past, apart from training the Jedi Temple. Ahsoka's battled Vader one-on-one for a long time and survived, took out more as a kid. I was like, there's no way. I was like, that episode was so unnecessary. The weird, the weird noties throwing rocks and, oh, it's just, <laughs> oh, no, I can't, I can't. That episode was not needed. You could have just skipped that episode, have episode six go straight into the last one. It would have done the same thing. I feel like you can say that about a lot of the show. If you took it out and <laughs> squashed it down. But being the second last episode of a series needs to have some greater impact to the story. It literally ended the same as how it started. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Fair enough. The lighting looked weird. Didn't like it. CGI, worse than, the, uh, worse than the show was that episode. So, overall, that episode was easily my most hated. Yep. Wow. Okay. I feel like that could have been its own podcast. <laughs> episode seven it, it was its own podcast. Yeah, it was. It was. Good point. Go watch it. <laughs> um. All right. I'm going to take eh, similar. My favorite episode was... Shadow Warrior, episode five. I mean, there's no complaints there, I'm assuming. No. Nah, I just thought, I just thought oh, oh I, I did actually want to say, however, Shadow Warrior would have been number one if they actually had greater emphasis on the background of Clone Wars and stuff, not just kind of like showing, oh, yeah, this is a Mandalorian war live action. It would have been interesting to actually see the setting rather than Dust Storm and, and kind of... Mm. I, thought the, I thought the way they were going with that, they need to almost more emphasize on the flashbacks rather than just being like a 10 minute segment almost you know what i mean yeah, like it was okay. it had plot relevance to obviously this the lesson he was trying to teach her however i don't think it leaned into it enough in okay. a way i okay. think that would have made it 100 percent better because i really didn't like the hera searching with jason bit on that episode and how it kept cutting away every time it cut away i was triggered remember when we you it, you like, were yes yeah um, and, and it took a while yeah. away from the what it was trying to say in the in the soaker bit See, I didn't, I didn't hate that. I thought it was, I thought it was a good uh, combination of storylines in episode, episode five. But my least favorite episode was the finale. I really, I knew you would say that. It was just, it was my lowest ranked episode. I thought it was very weak as a finale. I don't think it gave a very satisfying conclusion. And yeah, I think that's all I need to say about it. See, that's where, yeah, I was like, it's a bad finale. However, it's technically leading into another season or something. So technically, it's not a. Series as its own. If that was the whole series finale, well, that would be my worst too. Then you yeah, know but I mean? I mean, like I'm comparing, I compare it to like something a series like Loki, which I know isn't Star Wars, but it's Marvel. That finale, even though it was completely different, it was the best episode of the season by far. And I thought it was it yeah, closed a lot of doors, but it also opened a lot of doors. And it's like okay, so it's done. It it did what it, it yeah. I don't know. It did what it needed to, and it did it well. So Ahsoka didn't do that for me. So fair enough. Ending, to be honest. What Moon Knight? Mm, that's for that's for pop culture. That's for pop culture. I'm gonna make a video about Moon Knight one day. One day. Okay, all right. Um, and uh, do we want to do favorite character, least favorite character? Or is that not really? Yeah, no, I want to do it. Okay, all right, Mark, do you want to start? Yeah, all right. I think I've made it pretty obvious already, but I think I'm gonna say Balin because he had. And I'm still a bit annoyed with it, but he had the greatest potential. Yeah. And I just, yeah, he was fantastic. He was working for the villains, but there's clearly something going on behind behind the scenes. 
which we unfortunately never found out. He's, I felt like his dynamic with Shin was very Jedi-like, even though they're dark side users. Would you guys agree with that? Yeah, I would say Shin is. She, I think that might be why she was very intrigued and kept asking about the Jedi. Mm. Yep. Yep. All right, cool. <laughs> and then this is what I was saying before when I was going to mention episode four, the aptly named Fallen Jedi. Because I was going to say as well, like you said, Jack, that it kind of means like Balin and Ahsoka as well. Yeah. And and also, that's, that's why I wanted to bring it up because I feel like episode four was the best episode that Balin was in, if that makes sense. Like um, that, yeah. the whole, like the dialogue bits in particular, I think is what really made it mm. such a great episode for him. And, he's, and Ray Stevenson is just such a powerful actor. And I think everyone would agree with that from what we've seen. Doing least favorite characters. Yeah, well. do it. I'm interested. Uh, so I want to make it very clear. <clears throat> I don't really have a least favorite character. So what I think I'm going to do is say the one I didn't connect with the most. And I th- I'm not sure if, what Cooper will think of this, but I'm going to say Morgan Elspeth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he, she, she started off pretty well, I'd say, but... Cooper, he would have to go this. She basically <laughs> did nothing for the rest of the show. And then when she finally got her development at the end, she was just killed. Oh, interesting. I, don't I hate you, Mark. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, I'm joking. Uh, I'll take that back. Um, but, yeah, I think she was kind of just, like, stood in the back when Thrawn was doing his thing throughout most of the ones Thrawn had appeared. And, uh Yeah. I think, I think that's I think that's what I'm gonna say about her. Mine's most obvious. Uh Balin. Yeah. Favorite. <laughs> so uh, he's yeah, just everything Mark said, plus epic Count Dooku vibes from him and his look and stuff. He just looks like a like an absolute beast. So um Balin and everything Mark said, I don't have to go over it again. Least favorite, hundred percent Sabine. Uh <laughs> Sabine and Ahsoka probably almost tied bottom, but Sabine worse. Sabine worse. Yep. What? Why are you surprised? I literally, no offense, I don't like, I I don't care what they said in that one line in the Rebels Trials of the Darksaber episode. I don't think she should be force sensitive. Being a Jedi is a rare thing that hasn't happened at all, really. And now it's happened basically twice in two different shows with Grogu and now Sabine. I don't like, no offense to the actress, I didn't like her portrayal. I That's the only character I can't look at and be like, yeah, that's Sabine. I just see her as a completely different Sabine. That's so funny. I, I disagree on almost everything you just said about that. Yeah, that, that's why it's opinionated. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I'm glad I you have this opinion. really don't appreciate how we focus so much of our time on Sabine in the show that really did not need to focus on, that much on Sabine. I don't think she was ever a character where like, like yeah, we want more screen time. I don't know. She was cool in Rebels, but I never really, you know, I actually preferred Kane and Ezra, their kind of, you know, even Callus and stuff. I preferred that, all that kind of stuff from that that show. But um, I just think she's a bl- bland emotions, horrible line delivery, especially the ones with Ezra. Absolutely atrocious in my opinion. But, you know, not rag, not, it sounds like I'm ragging on them, but, you know, she'll improve hopefully over time and hopefully we get to see that because, yeah, man, did not connect at all. So, yeah, least favorite character, easily. Hey, guys, it's Cooper. I'm really depressed right now. 
Morgan and Sabine. He's just going. <laughs> Sabine was my favorite character in the series. Wow. Oh, no. What a call. She oh, yeah. was by far and away the most accurate. Maybe I uh, maybe Ezra feelings. maybe personal feelings aside. Personal feelings aside, I still pick, she was I still pick Sabine. Ouch. Amazing. She looks amazing. <laughs> I remember, Mark, you remember. Yeah, I remember. You remember. That's why. I said that because she looked like Sabine from Rebels. I'm not talking about that, Cooper. I'm confused then. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, no from the camera. <laughs> anyway, I thought Sabine was, first of all, perfectly cast. Not only oh. does Natasha look like Sabine, but she oh. perfectly acts the part as well. The oh. only thing I think is a bit off is the voice, but again, Definitely if you think agree of it as looks, a maturity... Slightly agree with portrayal. The voice, I don't know, I never really... I didn't really have a thought about the voice. I, maybe it's just been... I've watched, maybe it's been too long since I watched Rebels, okay. but I don't, I don't really... <laughs> you, look, <laughs> you look like... I mean this in the nicest way possible, but you look like a rat. <laughs> 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 sorry, oh, I'm sorry. Oh my um, gosh, I, so I I did have on my least favorite character. Don't know. Everyone was pretty good, but as a joke, I put Senator Ziono. See, that's why I said I want to be very clear. I didn't really have one that yeah. didn't like. I had numerous bad characters, <laughs> and I was thinking about that senator as well. But that's that's I it's meant to be like that. Because so that's why I didn't write him. I would probably say of the main characters, Hera was probably the one I... She was great in the first couple of episodes, but then the second half of the season, I just didn't really connect with her. So, yeah. Guess who, guess who my um my third my third favourite character in the show is? Hera. Hu Yang. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I That's a valid... Yeah. Yep. Great character in the show, I reckon. He's a great character. Unreal in the show. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, last thing I want to chat about before we head off, because we've um, been at this for a while... Uh, I want your overall ranking for the season. It can be out of ten. It could be a grade. I don't mind whatever you whatever you choose, Mark. Well, yeah, I'll go first, but I'm gonna give just the added up of all the scores I gave yeah. it, and then I might give it another score by the end of the podcast if I feel it's necessary. But by adding our scores out of eighty, I had sixty five point two, and that is equivalent to eighty one point five percent. Which, when I look at it, I feel like it might be a bit high. Mm. So that's why I'm saying I might have to give a bit of revision by the end of this episode. So I'll have a think about that. Okay. Um, I'd I'd probably give it closer to a 70. Okay. All right. Jack? Five. (laughs) Overall? Yep. Wow. A passing grade. Average. Average. My God. You 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 change your mind so much because you know what? <laughs> over time, even over a day, you look. I can't understand how you look at this like holistically. There, we we nitpick a lot on it. Those nitpicks add up. You can't just nitpick something and be like, "Oh, there's a lot of nitpicks." Let's just give this a seven to eight out of ten. Like I dislike so much parts of this. But the five that I like is everything I mentioned: Balin, cinematography, you know, all that kind of stuff. Okay, hang on. Give me one second. Because I'm curious to get your opinion now and see if your numbers back this up. Because a long time ago in a galaxy very close to us, 
You can't, you can't do the episode ratings because I said it's going to change. No, when no, 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 no. I'm not. Don't worry. Just. Okay. I think I'll overall probably give it between a 65% and a 70%. Oh, no. Where did I put it? Hang on. i got to find it again. I've got my notebook. It's just Rogue One. Remember when we did the movie reviews? Here we go. Jack, yeah. you gave The Force Awakens a 5.8. Is The Force Awakens better than this? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. That says everything Honestly, I need you know to know why? about you. You know what? No, you know why? Because even though it was a rehash of A New Hope, at least it made sense from start to finish. This also, however, it will change with Ahsoka if there is another season. Because you have to take all the seasons together. You know what I mean? Because this yeah. technically left it on a cliffhanger. It's not even a finished show. How can mm. you be like, this show is better than a finished movie? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, for example, if Rebel, that's Rebels done right. Rebels all together is that, like, Rebels from season one to four is all better than the sequel trilogy. And you know what I mean? Mm. But like, episode, like season one of Rebels alone, I thought was pretty bad. Yeah, not great. And, you know what I mean? So you, that's what I'm saying, Cooper. You have to, you know, I'm not going to give it an eight. It's not even finished. If it was a limited series, no, done. Okay, but as far is as your we feedback, know, it's is your feedback to put it's it back in the oven. Yeah, put it back in the oven. Let it cook longer. What was it a bit undercooked? Was it raw? I wouldn't say it's raw. It was just a bit chewy. <laughs> chewy. What chewy um, that Okay, great analogy. <laughs> I might continue on with that. I feel like my opinion of it is that it's been cooked, but it's been sitting out for a while, so it's kind of getting a bit cold. Yeah, so, a bit cold. I'm gonna. I gave it a seven out of ten overall, and it's I don't like know. I don't know why on my notes. I I wrote this like a couple of days ago. I really just started ragging on Mando season three for some reason. I don't know yeah. why. I just I, I don't like Mando season three. Anyway, that's not that's not about. Um, yeah. So I give it a seven out of ten. Give it a B. If we're doing letter grades, yeah, we're not be like uh, <laughs> yeah. Mine's um, mine. Mine will be a C. So yours would C be chewy. You would you would be chewy. I would be sitting out for a while. Mark, what's yawn? For what letters? No, no, no. Like our analogy for food. So Jack's was uh, I would chewy. say it needs to definitely go back in the oven. Back in the it's oven. still a little, still a little pink. It needs to brown up, brown up a bit. Okay, it's right. pink. That's what we're yeah. saying. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, you know what? That's a pretty good analogy. Let, letter grade probably. I can't decide between C plus or B minus. Well, decide. Uh, uh, B minus. Cool. Okay. All right. Well, sense. there you go. That's our very long-winded Ahsoka review of the season. We hope you enjoyed. Um, please, if you want a more in-depth breakdown about what happened, go check out the the actual podcasts. They're available on YouTube or on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. I learned that the other week. We're pretty much everywhere now, which is awesome. But yeah, would uh, uh, Cooper have uh, Jack and I with our least favorite characters ruined your birthday no <laughs> not yet not yet, not yet. But very very close very close Ooh, that's today, like... that is the first time i've been so upset with one of your opinions that i've walked off this last Ooh, last jedi. actually i think that is the first time you've walked off yeah. and no, also as a result of something jedi. he's called a cinematic masterpiece i'll never yeah jack that. walked off i haven't walked off yet yeah, well, coming soon. Right. Everyone uh, who Next watches week. on YouTube, write in the comments, happy birthday, Cooper. No, no, yeah. don't. Mm. Yeah. Just do life. what you want. Just the one thing you have to do is like the video and subscribe. Because yeah. we yeah. are very close to 100 subs. 10 subs 100 off 100, subs, guys. Yeah, if we can get to 100 subs by the end of the year, that'd be nuts. So, yeah. 
I think that's it. You guys got any last comments to make? No? Uh, no, I'm good. All right. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank birthday. you. Thank you. All right. Uh, we'll catch you next week. I think next week, what do you want to do next week? Do you want to do the... the? Uh, actually, we'll chat about this later. Well, yeah, yeah. We can, don't mention it. Don't mention it. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. We'll chat it later. later. Anyway, right. we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.